Sometimes your friends aren't your friends, and your enemies aren't your enemies. Alright, well, welcome to another episode of Coruscant Nights. I'm your guest podcast host, Doug Everhart, and tonight we're joined by two special guests and players. Okay, alright, uh... Nikki, tell me who you are playing this evening. I am playing Smisk. She is a diplomat, a Trandoshan diplomat. Her personality is very tall, <laughs> as all of my characters are. She, she's new at this. She's new at the whole diplomacy game. It's it's a bit of a 180 from the her boxing past, whatever the Star Wars version of Golden Gloves is. Oh, it's boxing. Is it? We'll get to those episodes later. Cool. That's 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 all I've figured out so far. Okay. Can you maybe even like a vague description of the them? Like what what do they look like? What do they wear? They're, I know they're tall. <laughs> I've heard Let's things. See. She's tall. She has or Trandoshans. I think she's got like the typical Trandoshan sort of greenish scaly scaly look here. Does she have um, feathers? Do Trandoshans have feathers? Some of them. Yes. If you give me fe- if feathers are an option, she has feathers. They're like little like back of the jaw feathers or like, is there like a feather ridge? Ooh, so head? I can pick where the feathers go. Yeah. I want to I want to be like this. No, I want to be like one of those dinosaurs Nobody in Jurassic Park. You can see me. <laughs> <laughs> I so you want feathers going One of those, out of the, the, the dinosaur in Jurassic Park that like it just kind of fans out behind him when he's mad. Like a Dilophosaurus? Is that it? The one that kills Nedry. Spoilers. Newman. Yes. Newman. That's it. Yeah. So you've got kind of like a plume of feathers sort of coming out from behind your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. That's exactly it. That is great. I didn't know they had okay. feathers. Yeah. I think that makes sense for like someone that's more... Of like a, I guess higher born or rose to power diplomatic ambassador type. Yeah, I mean, I could see it like a in bird world. You know, the feathers are a big deal and presentation and everything. So I, I guess it's the same on Trandosha. Awesome. Okay, and Mark, who are you playing tonight? I'm playing TC forty four. Human-Cyborg Relations. <laughs> Wonderful. Can you tell me what is, what's new with TC, maybe? What's, am I, if that's the right question to ask, or what do they look like? TC has, as a result of a recent encounter, been rebuilt with a couple little upgrades, which we will probably get to eventually. The clones, they took care of them. In addition to getting that little metal that looks like a little protocol droid that he puts on his chest all the time so he's got a little tiny face down there Mm -hmm. in addition to that he got some in in an organic person they would be called cybernetics but in a droid it's just extra parts that do extra things um so tc44 is a shiny silver protocol droid i can give you all the stats if you want i looked up how tall and heavy protocol droids are does tc have a red arm no, TC does not. I do not have a red arm. I'm very proud of my silver. Perish the thought. 
I rolled two dark side. Two dark side, two light side, two light side. Our our Donate for Destiny patron sponsor for the evening is none none other than AJ. And AJ has a uh, message for us. Hey, is is this this on? Is this on? All right, all right. Hey, DC, look, you made a good pal to us for so many years. So me and the boys, we chipped in and we got you a little something, a little bit of a light and uh, a little bit of re-rolls. Just in case, you know, as you head out on your adventures, hey, good lucks to you. And as the generals used to say, may the forest be with you. Thanks, AJ. Thank you, AJ. Thank you, AJ. And so AJ has generously rewarded our players uh, with a light side. And, oh, wait, is there more to yeah. that? Wait, so yeah. when so AJ car- gave us a light, gave side, us light point. side points? That's, yep. that's right. Um, he gave us a light side point, and he gave us the option to re-roll once during this game. Each of us, or just one person? One time. Okay. So the details on this re-roll, here's how it goes. I will read them directly from the thing. So Donate for Destiny has uh, three tiers at the moment. Our lowest tier is... A little light and that's the four dollar tier with that one if somebody donates four dollars we get to add a light side point to our pool the highest tier is the power of the force and that's for ten dollars uh, if somebody donates ten dollars then they get to decide whether the destiny pool is all dark or all light and then our newest level is called it's my destiny for six dollars the party may re-roll any number of positive dice in one skill check per donation. So we got to keep the negative dice, but we get to re-roll any or all positive dice. Cool. That's pretty helpful. <clears throat> yeah. And all the I mean, donations like, go to helpful. Child's Play, which which uh, is a great charity that makes kids' lives better. That's awesome. Very cool. Thanks again. Okay. We find ourselves... Once again on Coruscant, uh, the Battle of Coruscant has ended, but the city is still in turmoil. Smisk, diplomat, junior uh, senator and ambassador, Smisk of the planet Trandosha, and of all people, TC-44 have been summoned to the Galactic Senate building for debriefing on a secret mission. <laughs> TC-44 had to walk all the way from uh, Dak Avenue to the Senate. It took a few hours uh, walking in public transport. Did you you pass up? You passed up every cab without a roof that might drive by? No, no. TC-44 likes to take the bus. Um, He was (laughs) given money this time, which was nice. I, I think I probably arrived in a diplomatic vehicle, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a diplomatic Segway. And I think, so we both uh, go into the building at the same time and TC44 like turns and looks at Smisk with his giant round yellow eyes as they walk in at the same time. And then they walk to the lifts at the same time and TC44 pushes the button. And the lift doors open, and TC44 says, After you. Why, thank you. And I, I, I'm still in my subway, and I, I zoom into the elevator. 
<laughs> turn around. TC44 gets in the elevator and asks, which floor? Floor 36. How strange. Floor 36. I seem to be going there as well. He pushes the button. And we get out of the elevator at the same time and both make a left and start we kind of walking look at down each the other hall. As, although I can't help uh-huh. but go a little faster than you since I'm still on my little scooter and I kind of slow it down. Oh, yeah. TC44 has just, just got see. those tiny little legs that barely move at all. Right. Mm-hmm. And eventually we, we get to the same door and we both stop. And TC44 says, how very strange. I um I disembark from my transportation. I uh, sweep into the, the chamber with my long flowing robes. I, I'm used to this place. I kind of, I have a tendency to walk around wherever I am, like I own the place. And so even if I don't know where I'm going, it's it's every room I walk into. It's mine. TC44 follows. And the door opens into a long office with a desk at the opposite end and big windows across from you that look out into the city of Coruscant, the upper levels. Kind of a lot of smooth, polished metal, blue cushions on chairs and a red carpet. And before you stands a human, a man, dressed in black robes and gloves. They are reading a hollow pad, and as you walk in, they look to you, the two of you, and put the hollow pad down on the table. Ah, come in, come in. A pleasure to meet, make your acquaintance. Please, take a seat. I've called upon the two of you. I have a special mission, so to speak. A diplomatic mission, as it were. Please, let me, uh, debrief you, as they say. Ah, how impolite of me. Let me introduce myself. Executive Officer Pennell. I've just been appointed. It's a lovely Senate building you have here, Junior Ambassador Smisk. I look around the place and go, it's okay. TC-44 remains standing. Not sure he can sit. Well, you'll find a data pad. Uh, please, uh, pick it up and I'll give you a little information on why we've called you both here today. Is there a data pad for TC? Uh, yeah, there is. Oh, he's a little bit confused, but he picks it up. Uh, a little bit excited to be a part of the action. Now, at this point, you're both well aware of the battle above and below. It's been a hard few days for Coruscant. These separatists, they've really wrought this city to its core. That's why we're so glad to have newly appointed leadership. This will most certainly usher in a new era for Coruscant and for for our galaxy at, at its whole. Now, with all the with all the fighting... There's been a fair amount of damage to the city. Crashed ships. There's been riots. There's been turmoil in general. The clones have been dispatched to take care of this, and they're doing a great job. Why we've brought you here today is regarding one of these crashed vessels from the Battle of Coruscant. A Trade Federation cruiser has crashed on the planet. The vessel is in working order, we believe, but still occupied by hostiles. The hostiles have taken hostages as well. Your mission, to put it simply, is to negotiate with these hostiles. We'd like them removed, and we'd like our hostages returned to the planet. These are citizens of Coruscant, respected individuals that cannot be threatened in this way. 
Now we have a garrison of clone troopers surrounding the area at this time. Your mission is to parlay with them. They've asked specifically to speak with an ambassador and they won't speak with any of our clone troopers. And at this point, I'm probably one of the few hasn't fled the planet yet, right? A lot of bad things are happening on the planet right now. A lot of drastic changes. And you have stuck around throughout it. Maybe who knows why. So what is this guy wearing? You said he was wearing black. Is he wearing like an officer's uniform or is he wearing more political gowniness? I think it's a bit of a hybrid. Okay. What do you think about that? So he's got like the high collar. He's got the the bars on his chest, but maybe mm-hmm. like something on the outside of it that drapes down and back. Like yeah. not a cape, but something that goes over his shoulders as well. That's what I was picturing exactly. Okay. And I think that this is a just backstory, but he's this is a new position that was created yesterday. Mm-hmm. And what was his rank? I did, what did not he call say. Himself? He did. Oh man, did I say? Yes, did. I did say, and I have it, I have it written down. Um, he is executive officer. Nobody quite knows what that exactly means, including no. him. No, but the word executive <laughs> makes him think that he can do just about whatever he wants. Uh huh. So TC forty four looks up from the data pad and says. Executive Officer Pennell, why is it that you chose the two of us, of all people, to take on this task? Well, as you can imagine, we're all stretched a bit thin at this moment. Many of our senators are, well, they're in seclusion. They're currently trying to figure out what exactly is going on in this galaxy. Many of them are arguing with each other. This has been a difficult time. Changes this big don't happen overnight. We're all working round the clock to make sure that it's a smooth transition. The two of you, Junior Ambassador and TC Unit, the two of you are free right now, I suppose. That is correct. I have nothing better going on right now. Well, in my arrogance, I assume that you've asked me because of my excellent combat history and, you know, when things get a little crazy, it's it's the the gloves are coming on. I uh, did notice that you had some combat experience that hopefully won't be important, but, you know, it's uh, it doesn't hurt. That's partly why you've been chosen. Because I hurt. Can you tell us more about this, you said, Trade Federation Cruiser? The Trade Federation Cruiser is a... It's a war cruiser fought in the battle above us few, not a few days ago. The cruiser was damaged and crashed. The vessel touched down in the downtown area of Coruscant, leveling a few small buildings in its wake, close to one of the Future Forward Galactic research facilities. The vessel seems to be operational, but we cannot let it take off until we've recovered the hostages. Even once we do, I'm not sure we can let it depart. The materials on the vessel are paramount to the future success of the Senate. What kind of information can we get from the datapad? You have a map in front of you, shows you Mm -hmm. where it is. The map also has a 
information about the layout of the ship. I think that at this point in the Clone War, you have all of that information at your hands. Mm-hmm. So you, the ship's name. I wanted to come up with a name for the ship, but um, because it was a Trade Federation cruiser, I thought it would have just been like a series of numbers. Yes. Like so, TF two two four two one seven six, and that's what it is. TF. Wait, throw an N in there for November. One one six. Okay, so let's call it N F four two one one six. Yes. Separatist cruiser N F four two one one six. DC forty four says, Executive Officer Pennell, thank you for the opportunity. We shall. Take care of this post-haste. Inwardly, I'm a little disappointed that it seems to be just a talking mission. I'm, I'm not too used to those yet, but uh, let me build rephrase up that. Resume. that. <laughs> I'm building up my my nonviolent resume. It's there's there's not many lines on that. How did I become a diplomat? Well, TC44 is not going to leave until after Smisk has left, because that is the way droids oh. do things. Ooh, I like that. Right now. That's how he does things right now. We'll see how it goes. Is is there anything else we need to know? Is there is there any more information? <laughs> Are you putting up snipers in the area? Or what kind of ground support can we expect or not expect? Of, co- of course, there's a full garrison of clone troopers has surrounded the area. No one has come in and out in at least a day. And yes, the area is very, very secure. I wouldn't worry about approaching the area. It's inside that we are still unsure of exactly what's going on. If there's any other information, I left a detailed summary in these two data pads. You may feel free to take them. If you have any other questions, I will say that you can ask the clone commander on site. Very good. And I, I adopt a new sense of self-importance because I'm, I'm the ambassador on the scene now. And I sweep from the room in a, in a flurry of robes back out into the hallway where my Segway awaits. TC follows, waddling. We exit the uh, building the way we came in. TC follows along and says, If I know anything, it is that this place is in safe hands with the clone troopers surrounding it. I have worked personally with many clone troopers throughout my illustrious career. Oh, so have I. I love clone troopers. Those guys are great. The two of you exit this this Senate building and... Looking down these, there's some steps to sort of a entryway courtyard, and you can see that there is a very light uh, clone trooper car that, and two clone troopers sitting outside of it, and they are going to be your escorts on the way to this ship. In the meantime, would either of you like to do any anything, any checks or anything like that? Yeah, warfare. TC-44 is been through some stuff and some of that stuff includes hanging out with the trade federation before he was a republic droid so i want to see if uh nf42116 means anything to tc okay why don't you it's a very big galaxy so i think this he's got a his fancy droid brain though fair enough 
can't argue with fancy droid brain, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be, despite this brain, two purple uh-huh. and a black because it's a big galaxy and it's been a big battle, war. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and flip a light side point over. Oh, okay. To account for his uh, his past. Mm-hmm. Two successes. Okay. So I'm going to tell you two bits of information about this ship. I don't know if they'll be very helpful, but the ship is specifically a vessel that is in league with the corporate alliance of the Trade Federation, and it was dispatched from the planet Raxus. I don't know if TC probably knows a little bit about, definitely knows about Raxus Mm -hmm. Syncundus. I didn't have anything more like it wasn't the ship he was posted on. Okay. Unless that happens later for some reason. <laughs> he dives further back in his uh, mind palace. That's right. All right. So the two of you walk uh, down these steps and are greeted by two clones. The clone says, uh, Junior Ambassador, TC. Do I know these clones? Uh, you don't You don't know these clones. Good afternoon, boys. Good afternoon. Show us to the scene. I say commandingly, but politely at the same time, you know. All right. Uh, at once. Uh, please come aboard. We, we sweep, I sweep aboard. I abandon my, my Segway at, there's like a valet. He's, he's got it now. There's definitely a valet at the Senate and a gentleman wearing kind of some simpler armor than the clones, uh, picks up your Segway and, walks off to catalog it perfect all right the two of you get aboard this ship and take off from the senate heading towards the downtown as you head into downtown the city opens up a bit the roads are a little bit wider there's more vehicles passing through and you can see down onto large platforms where that would usually be bustling with people doing going about their daily business on coruscant traders business people but today it's even more crowded and lively. Maybe lively is not the right word. It looks to be full of protesters, people that are pushing back against this new political climate on Coruscant. And you see some smoke billowing up from the city, some of it from the war, some of it from the continued kind of displacement that's happening in the city and the backlash to this new rule. There are some large hollow screens projecting some messages from the new rule over Coruscant. It's been a violent and trying couple of days for Coruscant. We fly right by a hologram of Emperor Palpatine giving his speech last night in front of the Senate. This uh, speech has basically been on repeat for the last, well, since it first aired. Yeah, the last like 12 hours. And as, you know, a new junior diplomat, it's it's been a really weird time for me because I feel like I started out, I mean, I'm still in the same position, but at the same time, I it feels as though I'm representing interests that are not the same as what I started out to do, even though nominally I still, I'm still representing my planet, I'm still trying to get stuff done on Coruscant, but it's it's just been very bizarre trying to figure out my own place in position in this new this new system tc's place is exactly the same as it was <laughs> yesterday as far as he's concerned at the moment 
I mean, I, I don't, I don't like the look of this emperor guy, but I keep that to myself for now. And as you travel further into downtown, you can see this ship from far away. This crashed separatist cruiser is enormous. What kind is it? So as you get a little closer to this ship, you can see that it is kind of a almost circle with a little piece missing at one side and then a sphere right at the center. This is definitely uh, at least funded, built, sponsored by the Trade Federation with separatist ties. Can TC identify it? Yeah, you've, you've succeeded in finding some info about it. I'll let you figure out what kind of ship it is. Okay. TC says, ah, a Lucra Hulk class LH3210 cargo freighter. Some of these were turned into droid control ships during the Naboo crisis. I don't know if they are anymore. Hmm. Hmm is right. I am quite excited to see one of these ships again. It has been quite a while. When was the last time you saw one of these? TC will we'll keep talking if, uh, if nobody <laughs> interrupts him. Uh, the last time I saw one of these this, was the ship, when... the little transport we're on draws to a halt, what, a couple hundred yards away? Yeah. I disembark. I'm still very much in, and I think I'm getting personally more pompous by the minute because I feel very important that I'm handling this situation. I'm like, it's one of those things where I've never been a hostage negotiator, but I always felt like I'd be really good at it. And I'm, I'm kind of living my element right now. And I, I see the nearest clone officer right? It's, it would be a clone officer mm-hmm. and say, what, what is, what is the current situation? Have they made any demands? No, I'm um, uh, sad to say all, their only demand is to speak with an ambassador, speak with someone that can get their message out, get the, get some communication to the outside world. They haven't said anything to any of us clones, despite our best efforts. And as he's, says, despite our best efforts, he gestures around to a barricade that has been built around this ship. There are more clones here than you can count. The majority of them with very heavy blasters pointed towards the ship. It looks to be that they have barricaded just about all around the ship. Some of those barricades are up in buildings. And in in the background, we see TC is still talking. The clone troopers and speeder. TC44 is at the part of the story where he says, and that is... When I met a hut, and I rode that hut's tail up a staircase. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, uh, oh, ride's leaving, buddy. Uh, better go <laughs> get it. Catch him. But wait, we didn't even get to the part where I got blasted apart. Uh, I, I can't hardly wait to for that part. <laughs> right. So this is the this is the part where everyone start, really starts wishing it was possible to put a restraining bolt on you, right? Yeah, these clones are shaking their heads. And TC-44 turns and sees that Smisk is walking away and goes, oh, and starts waddling towards her. So there's a kind of a no man's land around the ship itself where, you know, the barricade couldn't inch any closer. And it's this bizarre mm-hmm. sort of quiet stretch of space where there are no bodies, no no debris, no trash even. It's just like a weird open plane before you reach the entrance or the plank, gangplank of the ship. Do we see any people in the ship? Like inside of it? Yeah, that we're walking towards. So some of the rubble has been moved away from the entrance of the ship. 
probably by the clones to help communicate parlay more easily a ramp yeah it comes down from the from above and some some steam kind of hisses out i think it's very large as uh most of the things going in or out are very Mm -hmm. big from the ship as it comes down tc44 calls Hello, I am TC44. I am here to lead negotiations. Yeah, as you approach looking up, it's it's dark, and the steam hissing out of this door is kind of adding fog to the interior, but you see a few people, a few silhouette, one-shaped objects moving around in this this entryway. And as you get closer, they start to come into focus. You see a just a handful of folk. Some of them actually look like just normal citizens of Coruscant. The one standing at the center that looks to be the authority of the uh, the NF42116 is in Aqualish that bellows to you in Aqualish ease. And TC44 says back, and from now on, we'll just say that TC44 can translate this Aqualish. The Aqualish says, Are you representatives of the Senate? We've been waiting for for days for someone to come in. Someone we can trust. These clones, they, they'll take any chance to kill us. Seizing the moment, I step forward with a flourish and make a very weird elaborate bow and introduce myself as Ambassador Smisk of Trandosha. Here to negotiate on behalf of the... And, and then TC44 interrupts. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm just actually wondering if TC44 is just handling the conversation and if he's not translating it for Smisk. Well, I'm not bowing to you. I still have to <laughs> introduce myself. And then you translate for me, right? Or do these Aqualish not understand basic, this Aqualish? Uh, I think a lot of Aqualish do understand basic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the translation only needs to function one way, correct? Yes, unless you okay. want to... Should I flip or something? No, we're... <laughs> I, I need to translate everything. Okay. It's just, it's just your, your, like, uh, your designation is to translate everything. This gentleman is eager to see us here. These clone troopers, it would appear, are very eager to shoot anything that moves coming out of the ship, and for good reason. This Aqualish says, Ambassador, thank you so much for coming to parlay with us. We've we've been scared. A lot of us have families. We just we just want to talk with someone that will hear us and let us let let us leave safely. Ambassador, though I'm fairly sure you are not an ambassador. They are very glad to see you and hope that you listen. They have families. Are you accusing me of not being a diplomat? So far, these seem to be very polite hostage takers. I don't think you're an ambassador. Am I not? You're. Uh, I think you're a junior diplomat or a junior ambassador. Uh-huh. I'm a junior ambassador. That's still an ambassador. Whatever it is, it's got junior. I'm fine with that, but the ambassador part stays. Well, um, you know, this is obviously my first hostage crisis, but. You know these these hostiles seem you know very very polite so far. Not not sure if this is how that that usually goes. The Aqualish says to you, "I am uh, my name is Gunky, and I'm the first officer of the vessel." This gentleman's name is Gunky. He is the first officer of this vessel. Well, our uh, officer Gunky, 
All I want to oh, do, it's, and it's I, gunky. I, I think you're gunky. mispronouncing the second syllable slightly. Gunky or gunkeet? Gunky. Gunky. Officer no, no, gunky. No. It is gun. Officer, please accept my sincerity and <laughs> that all I want to do is resolve this situation as peacefully as possible. And I obviously address the officer directly and wait for. Oh wait, no, TC44 doesn't need to translate. So I express my nope. intentions that I just I just want to see everyone get out of this situation safely. I want you to do some kind of role, a social role. Okay. Any social role. Uh what about leadership? Yeah, you can do a leadership. I would allow you to do any social role to basically just appeal and convince Gunky that you are trustworthy and the difficulty I mean, I could lead him into accepting my authority. Yeah, leadership's probably the right way to go. I mean, I am approaching him as an authority on the scene. Yeah, there's reasons why you could definitely argue for boosts. I'm going to say that it's going to be... Let's make it two purple. And I think that I already said you could probably argue for boosts. I'm going to give you both a setback for the fact that Gunky doesn't really know if he can trust anyone at this point. Okay. Are we both rolling or just Smisk? I think it's a combined roll. While she is doing that, can TC44 have a look around the people around here? Um, yeah, and is, is TC44 assisting in this check? No. I think okay. actually TC44 is set back in this check because TC44 thinks that TC44 is in charge. Oh boy. Okay. So you got a success and an advantage. So your words that Gunky is hearing between TC44's never-ending translation, Gunky kind of trusts you. Uh, excellent translating, TC. It is my program. What do you want with that advantage? Uh, that there is... So my, my success is that he believes what I'm saying and is establishing a trust. Mm -hmm. My advantage would be that they let us on the ship. Maybe. Yeah, that's that's an advantage. I mean, that could probably be part of your success if there's anything else you wanted. But for now, I, I would like the advantage just to be getting on the ship and like a, a, assessing that everyone's OK for now. OK, so the two of you walk up the the, the plank and you've met Gunk TC44. You take a look around. You see probably about. 10 people in this dock and it's a mixture of different species I, like i said some of them look like citizens of coruscant they're dressed in regular kind of walking around garb um some of them look like officers or mechanics for the separatists you see a you see a doros you see some human you see a, a gossam mm -hmm. blue with a long head and they start to close the, the door behind you so that they can talk. Are the hostages clearly defined in their roles as hostages? Like, are they all sitting in a circle or are they just kind of milling about? It's kind of hard for you to tell right now because it's they're intentionally keeping this area dark for the purpose of avoiding clone surveillance. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip a dark side and a shot is fired from the clone barricade. And it just makes it through this door as it's closing. And it nails Gunky on one of his shoulders. He goes spinning heels overhead and lands on his chest. Oh, dear.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Coruscant Nights. Coruscant Nights is a production of Nightcast Creative. To find out more about us and our projects, visit nightcastcreative.com. Thanks to Doug and Nikki for joining in this episode. Check the show notes for links to their websites where you can check out their amazing art. And last but not least, don't forget about Donate for Destiny. Influence our destiny pool and make a difference in children's lives. Check out nightcastcreative.com destiny for more info and a link to donate.